0: Hey, 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 welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Schifrier. And we're not experts.
1: We're not. We're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums.
0: And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. But please
1: do remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts. Please seek support from a medical and or mental health professional if your question is beyond the scope of our non-expertise.
0: If you want to know what brand and flavor of bubbly water to get, I can help you. In that case, I don't think you need to seek support elsewhere. I feel like I have that covered. The answer is polar seltzer.
1: Okay, so you are a bubbly water expert.
0: I feel very strongly that Polar seltzer is the, the premier top seltzer brand, and that frankly nothing compares. Um, yeah, it's very it's very good. I agree with that. I, I know you are an ally in this um in this area. I just feel like the spin drifty people come in really hot and spin drift tastes to me like a bad burp. Wow. Those are fighting words. They are. And you know what? I wasn't prepared to even talk about this topic that is clearly very close to my heart, but I am drinking a raspberry pink lemonade by polar seltzer right now. And mm-hmm. as I was explaining to my father, my father-in-law and I went grocery shopping the other night and I was like, listen, okay. buckle up. I'm about to buy an obscene amount of very specific seltzer. And here is why. And it's because this is what, this is polar seltzers from Worcester, Massachusetts. And It was readily available all through my childhood. And then I moved to the West Coast and twas no more. Mm -hmm. But now it's it's here. Now it's in Ralph's. And so I buy like 12 boxes every time I pass polar seltzer. I buy it an an, an absurd amount of. Yeah, it's the best seltzer. And yes, I will like go to the bat on this, like for this fight.
1: Okay, everyone hear that? I might be a Do people not. pleaser
0: in like many other aspects of my life, but not here. Not in this not seltzer Not when it
1: comes to seltzer. You heard it here first, everybody.
0: You heard it here first. This is the kind of hot take you tuned in for. It's so true. Well, you know, sometimes people reach out to us and they're like, we just want to listen to you for like light listening. You're our comfort listen. And to them, I say, let's talk about seltzer. Okay. Okay. Are you here to talk about seltzer? Let us know. (laughs) Listen, instead of self-care, it's seltz care. Oh, you know what? I don't hate that. Okay. You know what? Thank you. That makes me feel so proud. Thank you very much. (laughs) Seltz care. (laughs) Seltz care. <laughs> I've, I've copyrighted that. So don't try to steal it. Seltz care. Okay. I won't steal it. That was more like I, a warning to the LaCroix. Run off company. and trademark yeah. it. <laughs> 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 oh, why did Kate and Dory's friendship end? Oh, uh, Dory stole the term seltz care after Kate made mm. it up in a rambling speech about seltzer water. Well, that yeah, makes sense. It's
1: just, you know, that's how things end.
0: You know, just every great end. friendship ends with a trademark fight. Uh, Dory! Hi, uh, Kate, I climbed hello. on a a can uh, a soap can today. Do you have anything you want to share before we hear for some from some listeners?
1: Do I have any soap cans I'd like to share? Yeah. Um, do you have well, any soap cans you, you want to climb on? Um, well, I was telling you before we started recording that I am currently enjoying a. Hydro flask full of Pina colada flavored liquid IV Water
0: okay such a Good flavor
1: and you Had really been Pumping this one up And I, I had gone admit, through
0: Like yeah I'm going
1: mm-hmm. I gotta admit I
2: was skeptical Oh, <gasps> Seriously
1: I was But okay. you know I can admit when I'm wrong
0: You can and You're I, good was at that. Wrong.
1: Wow. I was wrong Wow Pina Colada Liquid IV
0: is delicious. So, Liquid IV is currently a sponsor on this podcast. But they're not sponsoring this specific episode. No, no, they're not sponsoring this. <laughs> uh, and, and, but there have been times when they have not been a sponsor, and you and I talk often of our love for, for Liquid IV and drink it, whether or we not do. they are professionally affiliated with us.
1: And when they stop sponsoring us, we get, we get, we get indignant.
0: (laughs) We get upset. We get, I go to Costco and I buy my bags of liquid Uh, IV. And you know what you're reminding me? I have a friend who just got COVID and I dropped off some masks and some other stuff at their house and I meant to include liquid IV, but I forgot. I'm going to bring them some liquid IV. It's the perfect thing to drink when you like, I drink it all the time as does Dory. The linchpin of any
1: COVID care package. Is
0: a liquid IV on top. It's true.
1: It's so true. So I just wanted to share that with Mm, everyone. (sighs) The other thing that I just want to share, and by the time this airs, this will already be like a week out of date, but there was an article today in the New York Times about sun
0: protection. Oh my God. I almost sent, sent it to you. And then I said to myself, she's already read this. Several people have sent it to me. I knew it. Okay, I I, the first I woke up, I saw it, and I immediately was like, "I've got to get this to Dory."
1: And it was the article itself was very funny. It like you have to read the whole thing, but they 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 give like increasingly ridiculous recommendations for sun protection, including this like absolutely massive straw hat. (laughs) Um, but. I am just going to put this out there okay. that I have yet to find a great hat for playing tennis in.
0: Wow. I thought you had found one because you showed up I once d- to play pickleball with me and you had a cool looking hat on that had a little like neck cover and everything. Yeah. So that is a coolie bar hat. Um, It doesn't, it
1: doesn't cover enough of my face, I think. I need something with a wider brim, and I've looked around and like there's not a ton. I just ordered a couple more that I will keep everyone posted on. It's just that I I don't know. For a while I was wearing one from Sunday afternoons that I thought, "Oh, this is the one." And then it just like it didn't keep its shape. I didn't I didn't love it. Um So, you know, I think in conclusion, I am quitting this podcast to start a hat company.
0: You know what?
1: If that is is how this ended, (gasps) I would also,
0: I would be okay with it. Not with a trademark fight, but with a hat company. You honestly should design a hat. I don't know how hard that is, but I would support you in this.
1: I don't, I wouldn't even know where to begin. And all I'm thinking about is the hat. Do you remember when we did the product recall on scrunchies? I do. And the person who invented scrunchies had another invention.
0: Yes. But that, what was that, it?
1: That went nowhere. <laughs> it yes. was a hat. It was a hat with like a zipper pocket to like keep things oh, in like your keys is it well that's not a crazy idea like you can you can today in 2023 purchase a hat that has a little zipper pocket in it but i don't know hers was like weird looking <laughs> all of this to say is i'm just trying to be uh i'm trying to be self-aware about like acknowledging what I do not know. And I do not know how to design a hat. I would not even know where to begin. If you are listening, and you're a milliner, please reach out to me. We
0: need to talk. Uh, Look, I would love for you to have a career as a hat maker. Or a milliner, I, can, I guess. I can offer Do you go to school for hat making? I guess that's fashion design, right? You could Yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's a I, could, trade. I could
1: offer I could offer suggestions, but I I would not know the first thing about constructing a hat. But I really need someone to come up with a better hat for me.
0: I'm here. I'm here for this. So, I support your quest for like extreme sun protection while also playing a physical sport.
1: (sighs) My, I mean, my, my only other real option right now is to get like a full face mask situation. And I just
2: don't think like that's going to be comfortable to play tennis in. I, I, I get so hot. I
0: don't, is it also possible for you just to play tennis and get a little bit of sun exposure? Or is that not like, are you really trying to avoid it?
1: That's what happened this morning. I would like to get as little
0: as possible on my face. Well, listen, uh, Dory, we should probably take a break and come back and hear from some some folks. Because we've got got topics. We've got a wide variety. Wide variety. Okay. We'll be right back. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just... Like so many products out there, the overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe, I love it. They will pair you with a board certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a tretinoin gal. I love the tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now, that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click Get started and then use our code FOREVER35 at signup, and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode.
1: I am the first to admit that gift giving is not easy for everyone. It's taken me a long time to become like a halfway decent gift giver. But what I have learned is that the best way to win the gift giving game is to gift memories.
0: Ooh.
1: And you know how you do that, Kate? I'm, I'm ready. I'm listening. The Aura digital mm-hmm. frame mm-hmm. preloaded with decades of family photos. We when have gifted you,
0: this to yes. many people.
1: And when you gift this, your family will love looking back on childhood memories and seeing what you're up to today. Even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating the frame with new photos. So it's really the gift that keeps on giving. It's super easy to set up. It takes literally 2 minutes. You download the app, you set up the Wi-Fi. Boom. Boom. You're good to go. Yep. We have given this to my parents. We've given mm-hmm. this to Matt's parents. Mm-hmm. Same, same. It's so easy because you can add photos from the app like anytime you want and also like my brother has the app so he can add photos from his family my sister has the app so she can add photos my parents
0: also have it so they also add their own photos that is one of the coolest parts i think of the aura frame is that everybody can contribute yes i love that about uh, we have two aura frames in our house i have Ooh. one in my office and yeah and one in our family room and do my they kids have, love it do they
1: have the same pictures on them no
0: they have different pictures
1: oh <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I should get one from my
0: office. I'm looking at a picture one, of my children right now.
1: Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: Putting that away for later. Store that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which is what many other digital frames require. And also then you're not taking up your email storage. So win-win. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Forever 35 listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code forever35 at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply.
0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact Weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever 35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com Forever 35.
1: I think it's safe to say that we have suffered through bras. We've been uncomfortable in them. We've Ugh. devoted whole episodes to finding good ones. But I'm here to say enough is enough.
0: Enough. Enough. I've I mean, drawn the Dory, line. Have, I ever told you, have I ever told you what I did in college when oh. I needed a bra to wear with a fancy dress? What? I cut the top of pantyhose and then I duct taped that to my chest. Oh sounds uncomfortable because I, I didn't have Honey Love when I was in college. No.
1: Well, we are here to say no more being uncomfortable. With no. honey, No. With Honey Love's bras, you will wonder why it took so long to make something so comfortable and so supportive. There's no underwire, but through some kind of wonderful magic, they managed to not sacrifice lift, all while making it in a fabric that's so comfortable, you barely know it's there, especially the crossover bra. I wear one of these almost every day. I'm wearing one right now because it's so comfortable and it easily fits into my life. But if you like a breathable and versatile legging, Honeylove has you covered on that front too. Plus they have tanks, shapewear, and their V-bra that has molded cups still without the underwire to keep mm-hmm. you from getting that dreaded uniboob effect other more relaxed bras tend to give you. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash forever. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them, and please support our show and tell them we send you. Treat yourself to Honeylove because you deserve it. We are back, and we were so caught up in our hat discussion that we forgot to remind people that they can call and text us with their hat suggestions at 781-591-0390 and email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Visit our website forever35podcast.com. We have links to everything we mentioned on the show. I I think people are having trouble finding the links because I've had a few people messaging me lately asking for links that are on the website. You have to click on episodes. Listen, I agree. I agree. Our links could be easier to find. What we should have done when we first thought about this three years ago... Or longer. What, five fuzz? years ago? ...was have just like a database of mm. links. We mm-hmm. failed to do that. And now we're we five years in. And there you, are so many links. Do people
0: want just a database of links? I think some people would, would want a database of links. I don't even know how we would make that. But if... Someone has thoughts. You can always give us feedback on databases.
1: Yeah. Um, We are on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. And sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And you can also shop our favorite products at shopmy.us slash forever35. You know, there's a shelf now for um, Dory's Hotel Suite nighttime prods as well as Dory's birthday celebration long-haul prods, as well as listener five-minute makeup routines.
0: Ooh, and we've so there, seen like, some hot new shelves. There are some sexy new shelves, and some people have written to us with like their long-haul products, meaning like you're in it for the long haul, or you've been using yeah. it for the long haul. So if mm-hmm. you have one, if you have a prod we you want to really- share...
1: We did a really fun segment with Norm McInerney on our live show. Sorry yeah. if you missed it. Um, about long haul prods.
0: I mean, my, my, my number one long haul prod is probably Vaseline. If I had to really pick one, like really, really, you know, pick the old standby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Dory, here is an email we received Okay, here's my problem. Since having a kid who is now four, I find being around a certain friend incredibly draining. I feel terrible because this friend is great. She's just also a lot. I'm an introvert, so just being around my kid drains me, and I try to make my time away from her as energy-giving as possible. This friend, who I've known for decades, leaves me feeling more drained. It's really hard to make time to see her because I'm leaving my kid and then coming home always feeling worse. Again, this friend isn't necessarily doing anything wrong, but she does require a lot of validation and emotional energy from me, which I was very willing to give before my toddler started emotionally torturing me, LOL. LOL. Every time she texts to hang out, my first thought is ugh, but I don't want to end this relationship because hopefully in a few years, I'll have the emotional bandwidth. She just doesn't seem to pick up on my needs and saying, I can't meet you for drinks to hear you talk about your life for 90 minutes while I validate you would be cruel. Am I an asshole? What do I do?
2: Mm. I don't think you're an asshole.
0: Here, no, I don't either. It doesn't sound like you're being an asshole. It sounds like you're really kind of trying to figure out how to make space for this friend in your life when right now you you don't quite have the emotional bandwidth to de- to like deal with them. And I th- I'm I've read through this email many times and I've tried to think about what my approach would be and. I wonder, is it possible for you to really set the boundaries of how you hang out? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Dory, yeah, Dora no, responds I'm just, with two little moans.
1: I'm thinking about this too because I'm wondering, would it be possible for like your friend to come to you, like it said? it's really hard to make time to see her because I'm leaving my kid and then coming home, always feeling worse. Like, could your friend just, could they come over? Although other than that also, that makes
0: it hard for them to leave. I was going to say, and then you're at home with your, your kid who's already drained you. And for me, I have to like really get out of my space sometimes. Yeah. I almost wonder if it, if there are like maybe drinks is not the, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Um, uh, uh, this one's this one has really kind of stumped me. I have to say because
1: well okay here here's just one thing that I will say okay
0: i'm I'm listening
1: There is a line in here that I, that is like pinging for me a little bit, which is she just doesn't seem to pick up on my needs, and nowhere in here do I hear that you have ever said anything to the front, to your friend about what your needs are?
0: Right. Like, has this been communicated?
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, of course in an ideal world, it would be great if everyone could just like pick up on our needs, especially when they seem really fucking obvious, but like sometimes they're not and people are wrapped up in their own drama. So, She might have no clue. And I think, I think before you do anything, I think it's especially since it's someone that you've known for decades, I think it's worth having like a real heart to heart with her about this. And look, she might get defensive, she might like storm out, but like, I think you owe it to yourself and to the friendship. And to her, quite honestly, to make your
0: needs clear. Great advice. Thank you. I think what Dory said is spot on. Because this person may also receive you kindly. Yeah. Good advice, Dory. I think that's the way to go. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Um, all right, we have another email. Hi, Katendor. My three year old has recently been obsessed with pretending to put on makeup. I wear very little, so I'm not even sure where she learned about it. Probably at school. The other day we were in a toy store and she wanted to get a set of fake makeup. I redirected and bought her something else, but she keeps talking about it. Am I sending her a bad message about women and beauty to get this for her at a young age, or is pretend makeup okay? Would love your thoughts.
0: Well, one thing I've learned as a parent is that there is truly no way to like, whether or not you present something to them, like as they are attend school and hang out with other kids and meet other people, they are exposed to stuff, whether or not you want them to be or not. And so figuring out, I think how you, kind of what your approach is in your own family unit. And also I think being open to the fact that as a human, like we can change our mind or or our, like we may make mistakes or we might, I don't know, our opinions might change. Like all these things I think are just important things to keep in mind as people, whether or not we're parents. I want to say, I don't know if you can ever shield your child from beauty culture. like like whether or not you let your kid get to play makeup, they are going to be exposed to all the like ugly systemic things in our society. Right. So it's how you process it with them that I think is important. That being said, I think makeup can be a really lovely form of self-expression and experimentation, especially if you just let them roll with it. So, it to me, it's really about how you approach it, mm. um, and that is kind of what's fallen. How it's kind of fallen in my house, but the way I do it, it might not be right for the way you do it with your kids. You know, everybody's different, um, and and I don't. This to me seems like a call that you get to make on your own. You know, like not. That doesn't, I don't want to sound not supportive, but like everybody's going to have a different take here because mm-hmm. yes, beauty culture is toxic, but I also think makeup can be great. Um, I have a couple of thoughts. Actually, I, have, I think I have three thoughts.
1: <laughs> My first thought is, and I see this all the time in like parenting groups, is parents, and Kate, you kind of alluded to this, parents saying, I don't know where they picked this up. I don't know where they got this from. And I'm here to tell you, it does not matter.
0: Good point. It doesn't matter. Good point.
1: It doesn't matter where they got it. It doesn't matter. Like they exist in the world.
0: Right. And,
1: you know, it, like whether they got it from school or whether you know whether they got it from like their friend who's a bad influence like I feel like I see that a lot too <sighs> yeah and it's like it, you just can't control everything that your child is going to consume or think or you know care about so you got to let that go that's that's my first thought my second thought is there is no better way for your child to become obsessed with something
0: than for you to forbid them to do it. Amen, Dory. <laughs> I am learning this uh-huh. firsthand. Oh, boy. And that's a life lesson for all of us, isn't it? This is
1: a life lesson. And and the converse is also true. So like, the more you want them to do something, the less they will want to do it. <laughs> Like, as Very soon as true. they pick up on the fact that you are, like, really invested in something, they're like, mm, no, thanks. Okay. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what I would suggest to you, and and this is also, like, advice I'm giving myself, is to sort of, like, take the temperature down a little bit and don't, like, imbue everything with so much meaning and importance like it's it's a fine line right because like the the choices that we make and the the things we tell our kids like these are really important things but not everything it's like i I think we were talking about this on excellent adventure once and i was just like not not every single thing has to be a lesson and i think that that applies here like your child is three they just want to like put paint on their face essentially
0: yes i mean this is something that i've had to reflect on as a parent it's like oh my god my kid want, wants makeup is this bad and it's like i'm coming i'm looking at it through the lens of a 44 year old person who's lived in this right. world when you're right the, the kids are coming to it as kids but it's hard to remember that and not project all your lived experience of, course, of onto course. that onto them but you're so right totally right
1: so that's just the other thing I would say. Um, and I think I thought I had three things to say, but maybe I only had two. Well, if you think <laughs> of your third. I mean, I guess like TLDR, I think pretend makeup is okay. Same. Um, it's been interesting. I will say as the mother of a male identified child, it. Has been interesting navigating it from that perspective because, oh, you want to paint your nails? Great, let's do it. You wanna, you know what I mean? Because it's sort of like challenge, like in a way, it's challenging gender norms. And I've had to be like, if if Henry were a girl, would I be so quick to say, sure, go right ahead? You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's like this weird, like reverse thing. I don't know. Anyway, Henry wears nail polish and like loves painting his nails and um and it's just I think he like likes seeing the colors on his nails. You know, and that and like that's that's all there is to it. We're not having we're not having big conversations about beauty culture and the patriarchy because he's four and like I'm trying to model for him now. I'm not trying to like lecture him right now. Right. I don't know. No one knows anything.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're all just trying to figure
0: shit out. That's what, well, that's what I mean day. by like, it, you're going to, you're going to change your mind and do something and then r- wish you did something. Like, it's just, there's yeah. like no right or wrong in yeah. this situation. I think in other situations, obviously yes right <laughs> it's like there's no
1: right or wrong until thing. there is <laughs>
0: until- <laughs> oh, oh let, let me copy <laughs> okay we're gonna take another break okay, okay, and okay. we'll come back and hear from some more people all righty and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So let's wrap up with a couple of voicemails from some folks at home.
2: Hi, Kate and Dory. Okay, I have not called you guys since my ducks disappeared. But when I heard you talking about caboodles, I had to call immediately because I just saw a caboodle again for the first time in, like, probably 30 years. And it was because our little sister graduated from college, and my sibling got her what they called a disco box which is apparently just a term that they made up, but it's basically like a caboodle into which they stuffed like a bunch of cute things, including like some, I think it was all from Target, like some cute pajamas, some skincare, and I guess ingredients to make s'mores dip said, this is your disco box, and then they gave the caboodle to our little sister for her college graduation, and I just thought, what a perfect use for a caboodle. And I'm hoping that maybe we can popularize the term disco box with the Forever 35 readership. And I guess what I want to know is, what would everybody put in their ideal disco box? That's a caboodle filled with, like, small treaty things um, designed to create a celebration. Okay. Um. Hope y'all have a good day. Love you. Bye. Did she
1: say... I haven't called in since I lost my ducks. I believe this
0: listener had some missing ducks. Like quack quack ducks? <laughs> what other kind of ducks?
1: Well, there? I don't know. I was like, what? What? I don't recall this at all. Do you recall I... missing, a missing duck caper about missing ducks? Because I don't.
0: <sighs> Vaguely. Okay. All right. Um, which I was, I was, when I first heard this, I was like, I, like there's, and I, I, I might, you know, I don't want this listener to think that I don't remember them, but like, there's some things that stand out in my brain. Like there's a woman who walked into a tree and, and hurt and got a big cut on her head. I remember that listener in Boston. Oh, I remember that listener too. I remember mm-hmm. the listener who puts yep. serums on her butt. Mm. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm let's see okay here we go yes oh wait no no this is not I'm trying to see yeah I, I'm even searching about her ducks like I'm looking in the voicemail I need a refresher on your ducks
1: I do too I do too
0: maybe Sammy one of our Sam's or Sam's or Sammy's might remember ducks because oftentimes if we don't remember something they do Our listener might remember ducks. I'm just entering ducks into our website to see if something comes up here. Just entering ducks into the search bar. (laughs) Wait a second. Mini Uh, episode. uh, Anything, anything? (laughs) Well, in the transcript, it looks like something has come up on mini episode 325.
1: All right. Well, we will report back. Okay. And how, tell know. us
0: more about how those ducks are doing too. Lisa. Yeah,
1: please. Please do.
0: Okay. But wait, sorry. Back to the caboodle.
1: Yes. Back to the caboodle. I love this idea. The disco box.
0: So cute. I love yeah, it. very cute. Now, I would say in mine would be the peanut butter M&M's. Oh, I love okay. those. I look, I also like the caramel M Ms. I would love like just kind of like a bunch of different M M&M M varieties, regular uh-huh. M Ms.
1: Okay, how about peanut?
0: I like a peanut M M&M, M, but okay. I really love the peanut butter M M&M. M.
1: Do they still make the almond M Ms? Do you remember those?
0: Not to my knowledge. Those are so good. I don't know if I've ever had one. I bet if you went to the M M&M M store, you could get some. Oh, totally. What else would I want in mine? Probably some pimple patches, some Vaseline. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of fun, tiny things that could go in there. Hmm.
1: I'm like looking around
0: my desk. I know. Aren't you like trying to really think about what go in your disco box? <gasps> yes, I But I am. also, is it like kind of like an emergency kit or is it like a fun emergency kit?
1: Yeah, I also have this question.
0: I'm gonna need more information. From we, need, the, we need some clarification. <laughs> you need to check in check back in about the ducks and the disco box. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: Kate, let's hear one last voicemail.
3: Hi, Cat and Dor. I was just listening to episode 265. And you both, along with your guest, whose name I cannot remember at this very moment, um, were talking a lot about exercise routine, well, not routines, but finding exercise that feels good to you and is something you look forward to and is sustainable. And I am 23. And I feel like I am stuck in the try something, get obsessed with it, maybe for the wrong reasons. You know, I trained for a half marathon. I did Orange Theory for a while, but I'm having a hard time finding something. I don't want to say that will stick because I think exercise should probably be changing and evolving with me, but I'm having a really hard time finding something that I look forward to and feels joyful for me. And I'm 23. I'm early in my career. I don't have a lot of extra money to spend trying, you know, all the different classes or things. Um, but I was just wondering if either of you have any insight on kind of what helped you find, you know, your pickleball, your tennis, your, you know, your ways of joyfully moving that you both have been talking about a lot on the pod lately. Uh, I just got to Target. I'm going to go try to find some products for this new wavy hair routine that I'm trying to implement because I was influenced by TikTok. So this is a real Forever 35 moment. Um, but I love you, ladies. And I'd appreciate any thoughts you have. Um, so thanks. Love you. Bye.
0: Did this listener say they were in New York? I don't know, but that's where I imagine them. Me too.
1: I don't know why. I don't either.
0: That's
1: that's where I imagine them. Okay. Okay. You go first. Well, I just have a suggestion because I was thinking about not just tennis, but how I found Broadway dance class. And I initially found Broadway dance class through ClassPass, which I think is actually a great way to try out a bunch of things like the way you were talking. Now... I have not done class pass since before the pandemic. I do not it still exist. It does still exist. I think it got bought, but I would do, mm-hmm. I would do that and see and like, see if anything resonates with you. Um. The other thing that I would say is a lot of these places like dance studios, Pilates studios have like a first class is free or like week, Trial for twenty dollars or you know whatever, and like you could try stuff out that way too. You don't have to like commit to you know a monthly plan um the other thing I would say, sorry, I just I was just thinking of a lot of things um New York, as well as Los Angeles as well as like many other large cities, has a like a parks and Rec department where you can take very cheap, sometimes free classes. And, you know, the facilities, it's not going to be like an Equinox gym, but like, you'll be able to test stuff out. I mean, I play tennis on LA Parks and Rec courts, like, and it costs $8 to rent a court. Like, it's not, it's not that expensive to do that.
0: You can also join local sports leagues, like through Los Angeles Parks, totally. and rec, which is how I started playing basketball was in an LA parks and rec mm. league. I, I did just also want to say to this, listener, like it's okay to not like to stop doing things. You know, like I don't think everything has to be a lifelong hobby or lifelong totally sport or whatever. Like that's just not for for like for me anyway, like I don't think that's always that's how I am. So it's okay. It doesn't mean like you gave up or whatnot. Anyway. I agree with what Tori said. Check out your local Parks and Rec. Check out like Meetup. There are so many in terms of like playing pickleball. I just wanted to learn it. And so I asked a friend, I asked kind of around, and someone had heard of somebody who taught it. And I put a group together to take lessons. But it's more just trying stuff and even like. Though I'm riddled with social anxiety and anxiety about being bad and all those things, just still doing it anyway. That's how I started playing basketball for the first time at 34, which was so much fun. But then just I got scared of breaking my bones, so I've stopped. I just also wanted to add, like, horseback riding is a hobby, a physical hobby that I do. That's a movement based thing, and that's just something I've loved since I was a kid. And wanting, wanting to get back to it. So I think sometimes tapping into something you either like always wanted to learn. Look, you might recall I took tap dancing. That didn't go well and I stopped. Didn't like it, but I'd always wanted to try it. And also I there did that through Parks and Rec. I did that through Parks and Rec. Look at so that. There we go. Parks and Rec. Okay. All right. Well, we've gone on for
1: too long. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.